0: Hey
1: guys.
0: Yeah? You know what day it is today? Oh come Sh- on, man. Shut the fuck up.
1: Get out of here. We're better than that. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Fingers. Hey, everyone. This is Days Ahead.
0: And I'm Nitroid. You're listening to the Kojima Frequency.
1: I've run Metal Gear Solid 2 twice, actually, in the past, like, two weeks. Obviously, for Big Shell Day, I was doing it for streaming, which I might continue either tonight or tomorrow morning. But I also ran it for one of my girlfriends for, um, for 4.20. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. and for some reason, on the first run, I was able to get that SOCOM suppressor and strut F real easy, but when I was streaming today in front of a bunch of Metal Gear fiends for Big Shell Day, it was like impossible, sober, bad.
2: Got our Patreon live listeners this time, so... Shout out to everybody that's been supporting on the Patreon.
1: Y'all are some real ones and are about to get very disappointed about how we sound live.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All that editing, you're going to hear so many ums and uhs that you don't normally hear.
1: Yeah, I hear, like, when I try to get people on the show, they're like, oh my god, I'm so nervous, you know, I'm not a very good speaker, and I'm like, I'm not a very good good speaker either, I suck at this. (laughs) Fingers just makes me sound good. They say that, and it's
0: like the puppet meme where it like looks back and looks forward again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well.
0: Like you don't know how much how much of a mess this is.
1: It's it's a hot ass mess. But in any case, no, we we do appreciate you guys joining and like being a pilot of this. So yeah, hopefully we can do this a lot more often. But yeah, give us some feedback. Let us know if everything's running well, and we'll try to continue to do it.
0: And please forgive how completely exhausted I am right now.
2: Yeah, you've been busy running that uh that Tomothy Olson account.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Tomothy.
0: Dude, this thing kicked my ass. Like you would not believe. I don't know why I committed so hard to it. I could have just made like ten posts and then made a comment, but like once it sorta got out of my hands and was obvious how Insane it was becoming. I was like, all right, well, I gotta, I gotta step it up and and do something a little special with it, or or I'm wasting the potential. (laughs) You definitely did that, man.
1: I definitely remember it starting very innocuous, like it started on your Twitter account, just sort of these like random ass like screenshots from the Big Shell, like oh, where is this from? And it looked like you know the downstairs from what was like the tanker when it was really someplace in the Big Shell, if I recall correctly. And, like, just these cute little posts. And then you were like, what if we made these posts sourced by a fictional person?
0: Yeah. You know, I just one day was like dicking around with MGS2 and was like, man, this is really pretty. Like, I love how this game looks. The big shell looks really neat. I love the architecture. And I started like just looking around in first person view, just taking screenshots. I was like, started as just trying to find wallpapers basically because i just like how it looks and i was thinking about the game anyway because it's you know coming up on 20 years old which ugh, i don't even <laughs> want to think about that um you know like i remember buying this game on midnight yeah. when it came out and staying up all night to beat it like i i didn't do it i i, I think i i don't know did i do it? this is the problem with something that happened 20 years ago is you have a hard time remembering it but. Uh, it just started as me kind of like looking through and and finding neat images, and then I don't know. I just I just made a shit post under my main account where I just started tweeting like I was at the big shell, like herp derp. Just another day at the office. Uh, well, <laughs> oh no, those birds took crap everywhere. I got clean. Like I just whatever, you know.
1: <laughs> Every time I see bird shit in that game now, I think about you. <laughs> Aw, <yeah. laughs> or rather, I think about Tom, but.
0: And so, like, that's how it started. Like, he looks over at the hole in the fence and he's like, I bet these birds did that. I'm going to fix it and get back to work like like and and that was it. Like, that was how it started. And then I was like, you know, it would be funny if it was just like a gimmick account where somebody was posting about working at the big shell. And I wasn't even thinking about the 30th at that point. Like, it, I was just like, uh, you know, it'll be funny. Like, let's let's make up a guy. But. Like, he needs an avatar, so where can I get an avatar? Well, they've got all those NPCs in the game that are, you know, walking around New York <laughs> City, and like, you can put them into the cutscenes in substance. And so, like, I grabbed him. I like, I like, went through the cutscene of him, like, with the sword and everything, and like, found like, office worker male. Like, that's how he's listed in the game. And I was like, all right, that works. So let's get that picture and crop it and turn it a little and recolor it and make it look all pretty and and slap that on there. All right. I got the I got the picture now. Like, what's his what's his banner? Well, I don't know. Just get a really scenic view of the big show. I mean, this guy's like, you know, he's he's drinking the corporate Kool-Aid. So, you know, he's all about this life.
2: And he was he was one of the guys that was running past Solid Snake and Raiden at the at the ending he, of Metal Gear Solid two, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So there's there's two models that are basically the same, but they're they're different quality levels. There's like the 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 New York pedestrian model of this guy that and he doesn't have glasses on, but he's just wearing a, a, a suit. He's like the very first model, right? And they took that model and there's like a high res version of it that they use for the for the casting theater where mm-hmm. he's got glasses on. And I was like, OK, that's the same guy. Like, you can tell it's the same face. It's just one's higher fidelity than the other. Like, I'll just make that the guy. So um, and I need to put that video back up of him running by because, like, I think that was funny. But
2: yeah, I think you just wanted to keep it more like under wraps and not traceable back to you yet because it was. Yeah kind of supposed to be more of a surprise that just more people kind of knew about from the beginning and then i was like oh no
1: yeah yeah i was gonna say i i mean from the get-go i had been talking about this like nitroid shit posting because it was nitroid shit posting i wear my heart on my sleeve like <laughs> uh, apparently that made me look really indignant so Man,
2: and like the secret did kind of get out because I was like, you know, eventually on like the message boards and stuff, you would just see like a couple people be like, Oh, it's just Nitroid doing the thing. It's like, Man, so okay, so this is getting out somewhere or there I guess, you know. Yeah. So
1: I did, I did get a few DMs from folks that were like, This did reek of you guys.
2: <laughs> yeah, I did too.
1: <laughs> man, you know,
0: Brad Wodo was right. I am the Metal Gear meme guy. God damn it. <laughs>
2: This was more than a meme. This was uh, I do don't know. This is this is a complete like Metal Gear Solid Two themed like big ruse that everybody wrote on for. It felt like a couple weeks. I don't know. But what was it like a week?
0: I think I started it on April eighth.
2: Okay. To yeah. be
1: fair, to be fair, time has no meaning anymore. So yeah, that could be
2: that's why. I, <laughs> I was like, I don't know how long this has been, but yeah, we've been talking about it for a while.
1: So, so
0: getting back to it, like I. The name that we use, Tom Olson, is from a throwaway line in Police Knots, where at the beginning of the game, uh, Jonathan Ingram is sitting at his desk waiting for work and he's like, you're looking around the office and it's like the tutorial section, right? You're figuring out how the game works and you're clicking around and investigating stuff and he's got an answering machine there. You have to listen to it like three or four times, but a message comes up that's like, Hello, Mr. Ingram, this is Tom Olson. Uh, I guess I'm not going to be needing your services anyway. Sorry, that's it, right? (laughs) And what's funny is, like, I didn't find this out until later, but in the Japanese version of the game, the name is just Olson. Like, he just gives a last name. He doesn't give the full name. Yeah, I did Uh, see some
2: people talking about that today. Just saying, and then, uh, was was it Slow Beef that said, uh...
0: Yeah. Slow Beef knew a guy named Tom Olson and so he was like, Oh, that's funny. I'll just I'll just throw the name Tom on there, because it's yeah. already named Olsen and So if the real Tom Olson is listening, which I doubt it, he's probably has no idea what any of this is about.
1: <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Why am I getting all these DMs? I know, it gives a shit about a lot more things and a potential Metal Gear 2 remake. Yeah, he's or Twitter account.
0: Google himself someday and be really confused. <laughs> So that was it. Like, I just threw that up and was like, all right, this guy's just going to tweet from the big shell like a worker. Uh, What should his birthday be? Because I got to put one in. Oh, this would be funny. April 30th, because it's the Metal Gear Solid 2 date. Ha ha ha. Right. Like, so that was that's literally the end of the thought there. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I just started, you know, tweeting pictures and trying to be creative with the imagery. And, you know, I have the document of Metal Gear Solid 2, which if you don't know what that is look it up because my god it's one of the coolest things that has ever been made it's basically an interactive documentary about metal gear solid 2 that lets you take the game apart more or less you can view all the cut scenes in real time and move the camera around and and view things from different angles that you're not normally going to see you can view all the models and the backgrounds you can read the script and the design document and listen to how the music works and you behind the scenes, but like anything you would ever want to know about metal gear solid two is in this thing. Right. And so I, I use that to get all of these images and I threw that into an emulator to crank up the resolution and just, that's how I got like 75% of the shots. Right. And then For anything I couldn't do, I just threw it into Photoshop or did compositing in Premiere to make it look nice and, you know, grabbed stock sound effects from free websites where I needed them or recorded stock or recorded sounds from the game itself. Like, I know I'm going on and it's, you know, this is kind of droll, but like,
1: no, 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 this is what we want. Go keep going. Like, (laughs) that's
0: that's more or less it. Like most of the shots that you'll see, I can I can do one and done in the document of MGS2 or in the HD collection or in just. MGS2 emulated, you know, because you can crank up the resolution real high. And it's it's kind of funny because emulated with the resolution up looks better in my opinion than the HD collection. Which is kind of interesting.
2: And you were also using some like cheats or or yeah. mods or, or some kind of like multiple versions of altering the game, because you were you're showing us some crazy shit in the chat of like the, the yeah. cards like <laughs> leaning out the windows and like
1: I don't want to gate all of this behind the patreon because i think you know i you know me from day one nitroid i always thought that this was like this art project for so many reasons (laughs) even before it became this whole like meta meaning i know we talked about like you know finding out like viewing events in history from the lens of social media that we have today and this was like a perfect example of it and that i mean that's that's why i think it's so cool personally it, it did get kind of guerrilla there for a bit, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. And that, that that's that's kind of why I was always upset by the whole accusation of, you know, is this somebody trying to make a statement? You know, is this, you know, somebody trying to play Konami? Or, or, or you know, just anything that was above more complex than, you know, what we had all discussed. Yeah. Because I feel like it takes out some of the magic from it all. But, you know, I got a, a very close-up perspective of it but that being said though it's it's funny that you're talking about the technology behind this because it was like you know I thought it was funny that you fooled like you know youtubers and like video game websites and stuff like that but I thought that it was very impressive that you fooled um you actually fooled three dog not not fooled I think that's a bad word but I was dropping in on his stream like a week ago or something like that And he was like, you know, of course, he was going off about how it's so obviously nitroid. Uh, But he did make a point to talk about like how he was curious as to how you were able to get those screenshots. And, you know, despite me thinking that everybody kind of questioning its intentions is taking away from the beauty of it all, you know, having some folks, you know, kind of look at it like, hey, you know, how is he doing that? You know, from a technical perspective, I think really adds to the magic. So, yeah, Lance McDonald,
0: who is pretty well known for game hacking, and he's the guy who got into like PT and was taking it apart and figuring out how it worked and got Bloodborne to work at you know, at, at 60 frames a second and all that stuff.
2: Man fight dragon on Twitter.
0: Yeah, he was able to piece together more or less what was going on, but he sort of ended up in the same place where he like he knew I was doing it. He knew it wasn't an official thing, but he couldn't figure out how. And I reached out to him and and just we had sort of like a a discreet conversation about just what I was doing and what my plans were and like what the intent was. And, you know, he's a really nice guy. And on his public feed, when he said who it was and what what he thought it was, I just kind of jokingly replied, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Like, but then uh, I talked to him and uh, he was telling me that like he had been talking to some game testers and people he knew. And was really confused because they couldn't figure out what build of Metal Gear Solid 2 I was using to make this. Like, they didn't, they were wondering if I had access to, like, a debug mode or something. Because, <laughs> like you said, there are things that are in there that you can't just get from the game or from the document of Metal Gear Solid 2. Right. So, here's the answer. And it's not great. I got in touch with the modding community. Uh, a couple of guys who just had better knowledge about how the game works than I do. and they uh, one guy in particular had uh, a number of codes and hacks that he had developed for the PS2 and PC version of the game that he you know he he had asked me not to share but they more or less allow you to play through the game in first person and modify certain aspects of of the game and and no clip through walls and do all these crazy things that that you kind of see in there and so i had been using that to get into all of these strange places to record footage while the game was running and, you know, NPCs were wandering around and you can actually see things functioning. So like when, when like there's the tweet where he's running the drone, right. And it's like looking around in first person view and you see the guards walking and the other drone, like that's just riding, you know, 40 feet off the edge of the balcony, right? Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> he's just standing in midair and I'm holding the R1 button and I'm looking around and then like, um, When you see effects like the uh, like the camera bobbing that people thought was VR and 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 stuff like that, all I did was like I put a piece of tape on the wall and I recorded footage of me like moving my hands slightly. Like I just I just got a, a, a minute or two of footage of a piece of tape on a blank wall and the movement of my hands, just like the subtle camera movement. I was able to throw into the video editor and map that onto the footage so that it has the same wobble. And if you do it just right, it looks like, you know, it could pass for VR footage if you don't know what you're looking at.
1: (laughs) Rumored VR footage.
2: Yeah, right. So you basically, like, rigged the footage to map that same movement that you were doing with your camera.
0: Yeah, it's called warp stabilization. (laughs) And, like, I had to learn all of these little techniques, and I wish I had more time than I did to make it better, because I can, like, when I look at it, it looks awful to me, and the fact that, like, so many people were like, whoa, this looks amazing, was like, it it drives me a little nuts, because I I, I know how I did it, so, like, I have a different perspective on it, and I wish I had done it better.
1: But, but. It's sort of also meta again because wasn't there like a story about people at like I think it was like E3 or something like that? They looked at like the MGs two demos and they were like, "Holy shit, how did you guys get this to look so good?" And their reply was, "Well, the truth be told, we think it looks like shit. We had to take down the fidelity to get this to perform so well." It's like the same situation with you, or is is that story inaccurate?
0: Um, you're 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 close to it. Um, at the time they didn't know uh How good, what the other game companies were making was going to look. Like they they were trying to make the best thing they could, right? So 2001, they know the PS2 is is going to be a big hit, and there's all these big game companies and Squares working on a new Final Fantasy, and PC game developers are doing amazing things, and and KCEJ at the time, Konami Computer Entertainment Japan, this was before they were Kojima Productions. They didn't quite know what to expect. They didn't know, like, is this going to look as good as anything else? Is it going to look worse? They were more or less just designing the look of this game in a vacuum, right? Right. And then they get to E3, and they've made the best-looking thing there. Like, no one even came close. And people were confused as to how they were able to pull it off, right? I remember there were conversations at the time. People thought it was pre-rendered, and they're like, No, this is all running on the system. We We can show you. And that's that's part of why the document of Metal Gear Solid 2 was made so that they could demonstrate, yes, it's all real time. And here's the here's the proof. Yeah,
1: so many levels, so many layers to this story. Yeah. And you're adding to history, Nitro. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not kidding, actually. I'm not. I'm not. I know, but it's so funny because
0: I didn't mean to. I was just having fun posting like, you know, it was like a photography blog for me. That was it. Like, I was just having fun with it. And then Konami retweets it. And they're like, it's the official Metal Gear account, and they make that tweet, and they're playing along with it. Like, and I, I've i had conversations with the with the guy that runs it, and he's a really good guy, and he just has fun with it. And, you know, he tries to keep a positive attitude with the community. You know, good faith towards Konami isn't all that. There's not a lot of it right now. So, I, you know, I imagine his job's pretty hard. So he played along with it. And I thought that was really funny. And I was like, oh, man, a bunch of people. That's going to get a bump. That's, you know, a <laughs> couple hundred people might might follow Tom now. That'll be cool. You know, looking at my photos. Ha ha.
2: Isn't he at like 5,000 followers right now, too? He has
0: <laughs> 2,000 followers beyond my personal account. And he got them in under a month. Yeah. Which is insane.
2: Good old gimmick accounts.
0: Yep. So, you know, that was funny. And then the next day... Somebody, I can't remember who linked me to it, but somebody links me to an article on it and somebody thinks that it's a tease for an official thing. And I was just like, wait, what? Why do you think this is an official thing? Oh, because Metal Gear retweeted it? Like, that's your criteria? That's, you saw Metal Gear, you know, the official Twitter account says a thing and you've read into it a hundred ways. That's that's your that's the end of your thought process there. That's that's where you took it.
1: Pause. If this is the first time you're hearing from us, presumably because you found out th- this podcast through this whole situation, Nitroid hates this type of shit. He does not. <laughs> he he does not like, you know, the the post first ask questions later type of like YouTubing and journalism. And on top of that, he doesn't like it when it's applied to Metal Gear Solid remake rumors.
2: What's that playlist sitting at?
0: Oh god, I haven't even added anything new to it, but at last I checked the 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 YouTube playlist of videos that talk about Tom Olson as a as some sort of official thing uh sitting at 20. There's probably more now.
1: So yeah, so you know, if you've if you've listened to us before, you know this, but if you haven't, one thing you have to understand is Nitroid is I'm not going to say like like anti-journalism or anything like that. He just doesn't like like I said the post first and ask questions later type of reporting which we think was most assuredly this case because like you said it's complete conjecture that the metal gear twitter retweeted it but yeah no, the reason why i give all this context is because it you know going back to the whole concept of layers this is another layer on top of another layer of why this was such a a heaping shit show
0: yeah and um so that article i don't remember what the first one was it was just some random gaming blog or something it was just you know it was not like a huge site or anything it was just one website reporting on it uh that comes out and that's kind of funny because i'd never implied anything like that konami never implied anything like that and it just was i you know i look at that and i and i think oh uh this is uh just some you know, tabloid looking for reporting because they need to have so many articles a week in order to stay in the black, right? Uh, like that's their that's their financial model. That's how it works. You've got to you've got to come up with stories. You've got to find stories, and if you can't find one, you've got to come up with one. That's just how they make money. That's how they survive. You know, and they I don't know how much they're making enough to survive, enough to sustain itself, I suppose. But um, I should probably back up for a second because there's there's a little bit of context here that makes this way more ironic specifically with regards to this being a complete accident so days as you said i kind of strongly dislike these kinds of rumors to say the least <laughs> and after i had started the tom Olson account like three or four days later something like that another Metal Gear solid remake rumor came out right and i saw that and i got really annoyed by it for some reason it just it just I, I don't know. I'd read so many of them and this one just kind of pissed me off for some reason. And I was like, you know what? uh I, I went on my personal account and I tweeted out, you know what? I'm just going to make up a rumor and I'm going to post it out there somewhere and see, you know, who picks it up. And I'm going to hide like a secret message in it. Like, I don't know, like my name will be spelled down in the in the letter of every first sentence or something and then.
1: I remember, I remember you talking about that. I, I'm yeah. like trying to remember the rumor too. It was, oh, it was like, like it was like a, like the it was the Xbox guy. The Xbox guy had the Kojima Productions Luden's figure, yeah. on his shelf, and it was like it was something like that, yeah, yeah. I
0: think it was even after that, yeah. But that's the point. There's so many of these damn rumors that it's impossible to even keep track of them. You need like a freaking diary just to know which rumor you're talking about
1: because they're all they're all different. But what ends up happening is is like, you know, God bless people. I'm not trying to like discourage people from, you know, expressing themselves, but you know, there're going to be folks who they see the article, they don't really get into how the article gets into the conclusions that they get to. You know, all they do is they see it, they're like, "Holy shit, that's that that would be awesome if that happened." You know, they they post it on Facebook, Twitter, um, it's funny now because Twitter actually has like a little button that says, are you sure you want to post this? Don't you want to read the article first?
0: I kind of um, hate that button, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, it's funny because usually when up happening is like I read the article elsewhere
0: and then yeah. I'll go to
1: the Twitter to find it. And then it gives me that question. And I'm like, man, fuck you. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so patronizing, you know? Yeah. But no, like, like, like you were saying is like, you know, you have these articles and you wonder sort of where they're trafficked. From. And, you know, generally, I'd imagine it's folks who, you know, God bless them, but, you know, they don't really read into the article. They just see the headline and they're like, you know, this is this would be yeah. fucking cool if this happened. They post it on Facebook. Then it gets retweeted, reblogged, reposted. And it is what it is. Exactly. Um
0: So, yeah. I made that tweet and I, you know, I was just thinking like, you know, I'm going to make up a rumor and then, I'm, you know, I'll laugh at anybody who shares it because it's it's obviously very easy to start a rumor. You could basically make up anything like yeah. half of the rumors that come out these days are like some guy on 4chan said, right? Like, that's the source. That's it. Like, you're not you don't have some insider who maybe, you know, because of the broken clock phenomenon, got a rumor once and spreads like 10 other false ones, but because he got that one right, you're gonna give him credibility. Like, no, it's just some dude on 4chan. It's not even that, right?
1: Well I remember remember people pretty like like memeing on it pretty hard. Yeah. Like that whole Ludens figure and stuff like that. Yeah where it was like, oh I found like, you know, this dude had like a N sixty four on his desk. Does that mean he's gonna port like fucking, I don't know, like World of Warcraft N sixty four? I don't know.
0: Yeah, right. and I mean the rumors are reaching a saturation point where even the people who might have previously, you know, been like, "Oh, I wonder what that's about," are making fun of it now. So that's a good thing.
2: Yeah, I wonder if David Hater's like shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I did like some of the replies to some of the articles, the, like the Tom Olson articles. Yeah. Um, because people were like, you know, man, fuck you, like, <laughs> get out of here. So I made that tweet, and
0: again, that's like three or four days after I started the Tom Olson account. So they're unrelated. Right. And I had started writing up this really complex, like legit sounding rumor. Right. Like I was, I was going to try and make this sound as, as plausible as possible.
2: Oh, yeah, you showed me that. You're yeah. like, here's my position. Uh, this is what I do here at the company. And like, yeah, yeah you made it sound credible as fuck. I remember that, that would have gotten people too. Yeah.
0: And, <laughs> and then I was just like, you know what? This is a lot of work and I got other things to do and I don't want to do this. So I stopped. Like that was. What like, did you know? <laughs> and so then, I stopped. <laughs> so I stopped and thought no more of it. And then a little bit of time passes another couple of days. And then more articles are popping up about Tom Olson. And I'm like, huh. This is weird. Why did they think this? Is it just like these other blogs are parroting the first blog and then Tom starts getting comments about how it's uh it's you know a, a you know where's the where's the re-release? What's the announcement? And I'm thinking, okay, this is this is kind of weird. This is not what it is, but I'm not going to say anything right now because I want to see where this goes. Like it, this is um this is not a lie of omission. Mind you, because I never suggested it in the first place.
2: Yeah, you had a lot of people thinking it was a uh, like a VR kind of experience, because right. like a lot of people were like, oh, VR, lame. I wish it was a, oh <laughs> I wish God. it was a port. Like,
0: <laughs> Well, first it was like people thought it was a port and then they thought like yeah. there I saw three distinct rumors pop up. Actually, no, I saw four different rumors pop up about Tom Olson, that it was a, a port of Metal Gear Solid 2, that it was a remake of Metal Gear Solid 2. That it was a VR version of Metal Gear Solid Two, and that it was teasing the board game that got canceled because that story came out.
1: Yeah, the fucking the board game story that came out was just literally like a a a, a pile of, a bucket of water put on the yeah. oil fire. I'm watching this, and I and I'm I'm just thinking
0: like this is really strange that this is happening around this thing, and I've said absolutely nothing to indicate it. The only thing that these people are going on is that. The Metal Gear account made a joke when they retweeted the account. And it's very obviously a joke.
1: Going back to people wanting to feel like they're ahead of the ruse or they're being part of this like announcement experience, this ARG. And, you know, Metal Gear is ripe for that, right? Because, you know, you had um, Metal Gear Solid 5 with um, Jokum Morgan or whatever his name was. Yeah. You had everything with like Metal Gear Solid 2 and the whole like and ruse. So people thought this was like the next version of that because Metal Gear is always like
0: very aware of its own marketing. Right. Right? The marketing is part of the of the uh, the game in a sense.
1: But Precisely. I've said this before like Kojima Kojima curates his experiences from the moment you see that first trailer to yeah. the moment you like get the results on the on the screen. But I think people miss
0: that those games that he plays with the marketing are very self-aware. They know that people are going to go too far with it. And and they, they're they planned out somewhat with that in mind. Right. But that was not the intent here. There was nothing like that going on. And when Tom would talk about, you know, oh, there's visitors coming in a couple weeks, and, you know, there's a big <laughs> event soon. Like... is being literal, like... <laughs>
1: yep, there's <like>, a <laughs> big event coming soon. Like, I did find it funny that, like, you know, there were a bunch of people who like, you know, they knew Metal Gear enough to, to, to blog about this, but they didn't know enough to remember like Big Shell Day. Yeah, like it, it's, it's, you know, I wouldn't even call it lack of trying to, because like, well, actually, I would, because Metal Gear fans get fucking hog wild on April thirtieth on the internet. Um, yeah, a little bit, and it was just
0: kind of odd that some of the responses that I got were like pointing at Tom saying there was a big event coming up or there were visitors or things like that. And, and they were pointing at that as evidence that I was stoking the fire and no, do you not remember the game? Because that's (laughs) literally like what he's talking about. It's pay attention to how dates work. And, I don't want to be mean about it because people have sort of been conditioned to think this way about uh, about news now where it's all very pop and and shallow and there's not a whole lot of pardon the pun substance to it. But I don't know, like this whole thing is is so weird to me because it literally took me a half second to look at metal, you know, the Metal Gear tweet and go, oh, that's funny. Right. I mean, yeah, I'm behind the account, so maybe I have a different perspective. but like. I've seen other tweets from the account that play along and I've seen that kind of behavior from other social media accounts that do the same thing. And it's always just instantly obvious to me that like, oh, this is them playing around. Like, don't take it seriously. But
2: yeah, especially on Twitter. It's yeah. like, that's what you do on Twitter. You, right. you kind of act sassy.
0: So this is blowing up now. Right. And and like, I'm starting to panic a little bit because. A little bit. Yeah, like, I don't I don't know how to how to handle this. Like, suddenly he's getting thousands of followers and I'm like, everybody's just like looking directly at this account. And I'm like, oh, okay. well, uh, enough people know that this is me doing it, that if I do not handle this properly, there's going to be quite a lot of people knocking on my door holding, you know, pitchforks and, and torches.
1: Right. Again, the line, I knew this reeked of you guys. Yeah.
2: So <laughs> so that's when you started looking at the sun position in the sky and determining right. what time of the day certain events started happening at Metal Gear you Solid guys, 2. You, you got guys, so obsessively deep with this shit, Nitroid. I was going to say, another
1: part of this that I feel like uh, we were blessed to view is watching the slow breakdown of Nitroid. Like, he was looking like some Pepe Silva shit, y'all Not even playing
0: (laughs) You wanna talk about stress? You wanna talk about stress?
1: Okay? I've stumbled onto
0: a major company conspiracy, Mac How about that for stress? Oh, man, yeah Um, Yeah, I was trying to figure out the exact course of events From the 29th to the 30th, right? Really, from the 28th to the 30th Based on what information's in the game Kojima once talked about how he wanted to include a a timer in the game Similar to the show 24 where it would map out over 24 hours, right? And you can kind of see how that planning worked its way into the final product because the you know, there are there are times sort of given, and the sun in the sky actually moves over the course of the game. So, like, Fat Man is around high noon as far as I can tell, right? Truth is I kinda I kinda screwed it up in the end because I was so tired I could barely keep up with everything. Even scheduling tweets wasn't enough. Like I was just some some of the time I was just making stuff at that moment to like prepare it. Like I would make it and then five seconds later it would go up. Like, yeah. it was very breakneck near the end. Like I had a red line where if I hit this red line and I don't have everything ready, I'm going to be making it essentially on demand. Right. And uh, and around the end, it got kind of hairy.
1: Meanwhile, like I'm sitting here like trying to ghostwrite tweets like you should write a tweet about him trying to pick up a box of oranges right? and it runs away. <laughs> That'd be so funny, man. And like, like Nitro's like pulling his hair out. <laughs> <laughs> and what's so screwed up is that like, that's the kind of
0: stuff that I would have done if this hadn't taken off the way it had. Right. Like, I was just thinking I've got a whole list of things from like the cutting room floor that I never got to because it got so out of hand and I had to like structure everything to address this mess in in a way that wouldn't get me murdered. Right. But, like, I wanted to do goofy stuff like that.
2: You could also, like, turn it around, too, and, like, do some super
0: meta thing where you, like, load a previous save file, and it's like, he, like, does the day over again. Well, that's an (laughs) example of, like, cutting room floor stuff, because I knew that, like, once I started doing this, and it was clear that I was going through the events of of the game over the course of the day, eventually arsenal gear was going to be an issue. Yeah. And people were going to expect something at arsenal gear. Because that's the moment in the game when everything gets screwy. And I was thinking, like, okay, I have two ways to approach this. Way number one is I get real weird with it. And I do, like, I was thinking, like, okay, do I change his, like, banner to something meta, like, screenshots of articles about him and, like, make it so his avatar is the back of his head or something? Like, I was just trying to think of anything that would be interesting, right?
2: The Scissor 61 route. Yeah, yeah.
0: And it was just really contrived and forced, and I and I couldn't come up with anything that wasn't just a retread of the game in a boring way, you know.
1: And I then, would not blame people if they thought this was a like a whack marketing statement if you <laughs> had done that. <laughs> I'll be real, but
0: like, because I kind of toyed with that idea early on when he has like a dream, you know, and uh, and like you can kind of suss out from the uh, the weird tweet like when he when like he has the tanker dream, you know, yeah. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say I did like when he pulled out the straw for that guy. That was had me <laughs> rolling. I've got to I don't know why you're asking me to do this, but here you go.
0: <laughs> I was gonna take a photo because uh, I have a straw that looks exactly like that that I got. Like I forgot I had for McDonald's a couple days ago. Oh my <laughs> god! And I was gonna... fucking
1: patented McDonald's straws.
0: Yeah, and some guy was like, "Do you still have the straw?" And I was gonna take a photo and be like, "Yeah, but I'm keeping it." Um. <laughs> But I did, I was so tired, and, like, I just wanted to let the whole thing simmer, so.
2: Yeah, because you were going to go, like, the whole, like, concussion route, and, like, things were going to start going, like, really weird, you know, just, like, in his head, and that was going to be part of the reasoning for it.
0: Yeah, because, like, my, my thinking was Tom works at the Big Shell, and Emma said that everyone there has nanomachines, therefore Tom has nanomachines. So he's got a Kodak or something equivalent that they have there, and, you know, it would you could justify him getting weird feedback from stuff and when he got that concussion you know I'm thinking like his nano machines in his brain freaked out and he got some data he wasn't supposed to right and then like it automatically back like I don't know you can you don't think too hard about it I was just having fun right yeah. like this is this is not like you're really not supposed to, to analyze it ain't that deep yeah it ain't that deep
2: and fun little tidbit tom doesn't talk much but when he does it's me
0: so. <laughs> yeah so when he got hit in the head that was you and thank you so much yeah. for recording <laughs> that for me it was great Yeah, it was fun i might have to have you do something else in uh in a little bit too just to kind right. we'll of close things out but yeah so that was one approach was get all weird with arsenal the other approach was he sleeps through it <laughs> and just like everything's over Like, he just walks through and is like, wow, this place is weird. Oh, man, that's a Metal Gear? They've got six of them? That's a lot!
1: (laughs) Like, of all the motherfuckers who somehow got to this point, Yeah, this guy, like, pretty much failing upwards. Exactly. And so, like, I was... Like, it let me take a nap. Anytime Tom
0: like fell asleep or took a break or stopped posting <laughs> oh, it's your
2: actual rest time. That's,
0: that's me taking a break. Cause I can't keep up We'd be with like, it. is
2: nitroid up? Uh, no, Tommy <laughs> yeah. tweeted in a while. So I guess he's asleep. All right.
0: The one meta thing I did, and I don't think anybody really picked up on it. I think maybe like a couple people did, but once it gets closer to arsenal gear and you're in that area, Tom starts getting a little introspective and then he starts commenting on things. In inaccurate ways. Like, he's only seeing little bits and pieces of the story, right? He's walking through the aftermath in a lot of ways, right? So he doesn't have all the information. He doesn't have all the facts. He can only kind of come up with his own conclusions. And so, like, when he gets to that big circular room where you have the shootout in Arsenal gear, he's like, wow, did the terrorists do that? Oh my gosh, there's so many dead people! Like, he he's looking at the terrorists and wondering if the terrorists did it. Like, that sort of thing. Like, yeah. he doesn't... He doesn't know what's going on he can only sort of comment on on what he sees and so like that's the only sort of quasi meta thing i did with it and it, even that really wasn't much but i guess there's the thing at the end with the uh, fight video which i'm not going to explain um <laughs> you know you, yeah
2: that was gonna be the original ending of just like yeah and then he fucking did a sword fight yeah
0: you <laughs> use your noggin figure it out <laughs> You know, that's that's the that's the theme of this. Use your brain a little more, please. Uh, and and that's as condescending as I'm going to get about it. I'm sorry. Usually I've I've been trying not to be condescending, and that was one of the things that I wanted to do the video for, because I didn't want to just go, you're all a bunch of idiots for thinking this like, no, I mean, I get that this is now the sort of environment that the Internet has created. It's very hard to buck.
2: Yeah, especially with Metal Gear. Yeah,
0: you have to put the effort in. That's that's my take on it. So yeah, it uh it just sort of got out of hand, and that that ending video took so long to make. I can't even tell you how much effort that was to put together. And it's like, this
1: man, took off for work.
0: Yeah, I took. I, I literally did take the thirtieth off for this. So that's kind of funny. So like when Tom says he took the thirtieth off, we we both did.
2: But, <laughs> Everybody was telling you to take the day off. You're like, ah, I think yeah. I will. So I
0: did, and. Uh, that getting that video to look as authentic as possible was really hard. And I still think I could have done a better job on it. But
2: even through in uh, days and eyes uh, names in there for the codec names. Yeah, I cr- the
1: call. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I got me a little fuzzy and warm.
0: Yeah. And that was uh, that was actually the easiest part because I could just open up a, a, <laughs> a like a hex editor and, and change the values in the game so that they actually say that, which is pretty cool. So I might have to, to mess with that later on. I
2: don't know. I do think like the majority of people especially as it, as it grew bigger and bigger there's a lot more people just like okay I see what this is now and like yeah. especially like today and yesterday like were the two big days where it was like alright y'all shit just hit the fan and like <laughs> if, if you didn't get it by that point and it was just like alright well I, I got nothing for
0: you. Yeah thankfully like but the the perception of it had shifted towards okay this is just a guy having fun so it was yeah. easier to kind of Put that video out there and not have people get angry at it. And there and there are a few people who still got very angry and yeah. they need to relax. It's a video game. Chill. It's only a game. Why you have to be mad. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I will say the one thing that was really disappointing to me was um. I get why the uh, the tabloids write articles like these. I mean, there were a couple of bigger outlets that caught wind of it and still put it out, which, you know, what are you doing? Like Game Informer put out an article, for crying out loud. Like, come on, yeah. guys, you're you're supposed to be a little better than this. What are you, what, what are you doing? The rest of them, I kind of, you know, a lot of rags who publish this sort of stuff on the regular, so it wasn't all that surprising, but there's so many of them that it gets parroted enough and people yeah. believe it.
2: That's probably why places like Game Informer like eventually run a story too, because they're yeah. like,
0: "Hey, everybody's talking about it. Oh, you know, might as well be in on it." Yeah, I got to watch it from like the ground floor all the way up. Like, I saw how all of the blocks fell into place, and I was able to see like how it starts at the, at like one little voice saying something that's untrue and then another voice believes it and parrots it and then another and then another and then another and it just compounds until finally everybody thinks this is true and they're looking at you for making up something even though you did nothing at all yeah it's it's crazy
1: that was the hard part for you in particular to swallow but for me as well because like i said like you know i thought that it was a legitimately interesting art project that came from a a good place and you watching you like panic because you didn't want to feel like you you didn't want to have the optics feel like it was like you portraying the fandom i mean yeah that's stressful and to your point about you know hearing a bunch of people say this thing and it kind of being there from the ground up it reminds me of this phenomenon in reddit where someone who's an expert in a field will go into comments on a reddit post about like their said expertise and they'll see, you know, highly voted comments that are completely wrong. And they're like, wait a second, you know, I'm a veteran or I'm a I'm a veterinarian. Or like that's definitely not how you do it. Or like, oh, I manage golf courses. That's definitely not how the science of running a golf course works. So, you know, they'll see those threads and they'll say, hey, you know, those people are full of shit because they're just voices on the internet. But then they'll go into another Reddit thread about something they know nothing about and they'll just take everybody's word for it. It's kind of I feel like it comes from the same place.
0: And right, and then they're the idiot, right. Yeah. Yeah. And you're exactly right. Yeah, it's it's scary. I mean, I if there's a takeaway to that, it's that more people need to study epistemology and just like it's it's the act of knowing something is never as simple as you think it is. Watching this all compound from a little rumor to a giant rumor was not something I was unfamiliar with. What was disappointing to me was that there were a handful of articles by reporters who knew what was going on, understood more or less what the truth of it was, but they were still exploitative in the way that they handled it. And the best example of that, it was not the only one, but the website Ars Technica, which uh, was a website I used to read quite a lot, wrote an article about this and it's uh, man. That's I got some some thoughts about what they what they did. So
2: it's been updated several times now. I was going to say after <laughs>
1: after several angry tweets between Nitroid and myself. Did I ever tweet at him? I don't know if I did or not. Oh, I, think, I thought. Well, I guess. Well, yeah, you kind of went to bat
0: for me there, which I, 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 do oh, appreciate. I did. <laughs> some straight.
1: I did some hood shit on Twitter. Sorry, <laughs> but also you're welcome. So the Ars Technica article.
0: Uh, There was a single journalist in all of this who reached out to me via DM to ask me if I was behind the account and if I'd like to comment. And I did not want to comment. I didn't want to talk to anyone about it. I didn't want to put myself at the mercy of someone else's timetable for handling this. I wanted to handle it myself. You know, I I tend to do that. I, I like doing things myself. I don't like other people doing things for me. And if I had a statement, it would be after I'm finished with this, because at this point, I had a plan in place. I knew where I was going to take it. I knew where I was going to end it, and I just wanted to see it through. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to put my faith in anybody, and the guy was like, well, you know, it can be off the record, And, and I just ignored it. I didn't reply. I didn't even make it known that I read the message. Shortly after that, this guy wrote an article for Ars Technica that he originally titled How a Twitter Hoax gave false hope for a Metal Gear Solid remaster. Which, it's not a hoax. Now, he later changed that title to, no, this strange Twitter account isn't teasing a new Metal Gear Solid, but, you know, you can still see it in the URL. And this article went through several permutations. So it more or less paints it as me having a laugh at journalists who took it uh, and ran with it, and that's not what it was, although I'll admit it was kind of funny to see everybody uh lose their minds over some very simple tweets. But this article just like used information that was obtained I won't get into to too many details, but
1: false pretenses, yeah, in order to gather information. Not just about the Tom Olsen account, but about Nitroid himself. Yeah. To write this article about how Nitroid was a, a, a scamming, hoaxing people because of game journalism. Yeah, and that's not the case. We don't care about you guys that much. No. Unless you annoy us, which you guys did, so. Yeah. And so,
0: like, he dug up some tweets that I'd made a year ago about a really personal situation that I wanted to share at the time, and he tried to contextualize this entire Tom Olson thing as somehow related to this personal event. And it's something that I don't really talk about uh, very often because it was a very, very hard part of my life. And uh he just threw it in there to add spice to the article and and draw lines that weren't there. And that really pissed me off. Because you're doing, you know, yes, you may have more of the facts. you, You may have more of the facts correct than your peers, but you're still doing the same thing. You're still kind of, to borrow a line from Metal Gear Solid 2, creating your own context.
1: Yeah, and to borrow a line from The Big Lebowski. You're not wrong, Walter. You're
0: just an asshole. But he is wrong. <laughs> yeah, and I'm pretty sure
2: we'd already put out the yeah. episode, too, like yeah. talking about it and like revealing everything, too, by this point, so I don't know. This felt lazy,
0: just you know he he used personal information to draw a line that wasn't really there, and I don't appreciate that, especially given the context of the situation. It dealt with a very similar situation to this, so it's very ironic that he would choose that to draw uh connections to uh, i don't I don't know what he was thinking, but it, he later did adjust it a bit, but it never should have been there in the first place, and there was another article too that more or less parroted the same idea it was something like you know that metal gear solid 2 remaster tease was a hoax that got out of hand which is again not true so it's just kind of funny that even the ones who know it's not a tease still get it wrong and are still exploiting it and just if this is like just a video game just some tiny little thing that doesn't really matter in the large scheme of things. Can you imagine how bad it is for, like, actual news? How often this sort of thing happens?
1: Going back to that whole thing about Reddit threads, like, I, yeah. that's kind of what I thought. It was like, you know, I always agreed with you in terms of, like, you know, people doing stuff for clicks and whatnot. But having that sort of look from the ground up, sort of seeing the core as to why yeah. it, it's kind of fucked up, it kind of makes you rethink your whole perspective. Rather than just, like, your principal.
0: I mean, do you remember the the whole Reddit thing with the Boston bomber? We did it, Reddit? I mean, yeah. I mean, I still remember that. That sort of thing just seems to happen all the time now. Doesn't always get talked about, but nobody knows what's going on. Anyway, I mean, I don't know if I have a point here, but.
1: Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's I feel like you didn't have a point at first, but you were pushed into a point. Yeah. If we want to summarize this. Yeah, that's a good way of putting um, it. But with that being said, you know, I don't again, we don't I personally and I think we as a team, we don't want that to overshadow what this ended up being, which was a an event to essentially celebrate a fictional holiday from a fictional game series yeah. that we <laughs> that is like 20 years old, but we still play every year and we still ask ourselves every April 29th, hey, do you know what day it is tomorrow? To which we reply, "Yeah, fuck you, Rose." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, and, and like, like you know, after all that stuff happened, like that's what ended up happening is we ended up using it as a vector, if you will, for celebrating Big Shell Day. And I, oh my god, people are so funny. The replies you got to that. There's one guy like a week before the Big Shell. He was like, "Dude, take just take your wife and your daughter." to the Hannah Montana movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I was fucking losing it. And like uh, the
0: comments that Tom got, I would never reply to ones that were too on the nose. Yeah. You know, like if they're like, watch out for a guy in a box named Snake. her, <laughs> Like, no, I'm not going to reply to you, dude. Yeah. Like, but the people were like, wow, Tom, that's really interesting. Like, what's this? Like, those are the comments that I would communicate through. And like, that was one of the reasons why I, I handled it the way I did was like, I didn't want to break character. Like that when you break character in a gimmick account, yeah, it undermines your entire tone. Yeah. And I'm I was not going to do that. I was gonna stick through it all the way through. Until we got to the end.
2: One thing Tom definitely had was uh like a S rank and uh sneaking because Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Sheer dumb luck. Plissken spotted him one time, and that was about it. Yeah.
0: So that was funny because like I was going to have this, uh, I didn't, I didn't quite to get to go into it as much as I wanted to, but one of the screenshots I took, I realized that, like, Snake was looking directly at him, yeah. and I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> I wonder if it should be a running gag that Snake knows he's there, he's just not saying anything. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so that Why didn't of... you tell me you knew I was here? You never asked. Right, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly
0: uh but it was uh it did end up being fun and uh, i'm going to sleep for the next week. Yeah, dude, you worked
2: yeah, your okay, ass so. off on it. I, I think a lot of the the Metal Gear community, especially the people that just understand Metal Gear Solid 2 just really enjoyed it and just, you yeah. know, took it for what it was at face value and that's what people should have done. But if there is any series to get this weird about, it definitely is this one. So we we got to give the people uh at least that benefit of the
0: doubt. It's like it
2: is yeah. a Kojima game.
0: And one thing that i will say, uh i don't know when, but at some point I'd like to do a live stream on Twitch to sort of show off some of the process of doing all this. So if you're curious...
1: I wanted you to do that today so I didn't have to sit through playing Metal Gear Solid 2 all <laughs> weekend. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. I'm,
1: but no, get some
0: rest. Yeah, I don't have it in me. I'm probably not going to play MGS2 for a while, but I'll do that. So keep an eye out. I'll, I'll try to let people know in advance of when I'm going to do that, and I'll, I'll walk you through how I did everything because I've, I've got everything saved in high quality and, and like I can show the whole process from beginning to end and teach you a few tricks and uh, I hope this inspires people uh, in some small way to get more into the document of Metal Gear Solid 2 and maybe try similar things that would be really cool to see people using it to make their own stuff because there's a lot of there's a lot of potential there uh, I like I'm barely scratching the surface before we go uh, we did have a couple questions we want to get into them real quick
2: yeah uh, we did have a question from our patron uh band he wanted you to talk about Metal Gear Solid rising yeah the the rising we never got
0: um you know there's a script for that floating out there somewhere fully translated for that original story that was between uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 and four and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get more information on that someday I don't know how I don't know when but Someday, we're going to see if we can uh, learn more. It seems like the guy who was responsible for handling that, or at least one of the people, is uh, under an NDA. So it's hard telling when we'll know more about that. But at some point, we're probably going to learn what that story was. But I'd, I, I would really like to see more of that game. I doubt we're going to, but it was really interesting where they were going with it. Although the cutting mechanics in that, I know I've said it before, but man, that the the way that it just had and slice through enemy soldiers like they were butter, like no resistance at all. Just, ooh, I'm not normally squeamish, but that just freaks me out for some reason. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad they they kind of added more crunch to it in in uh, Revengeance, because otherwise I might have had a hard time playing it. But yeah, that's, uh, that's an interesting one. I want to know more about it. Unfortunately, I don't have much more to say than that.
2: Yeah, maybe it's one of those projects they've got uh, in the vault that they're maybe possibly working on in the future. Uh, we won't find out at E3 this year because Konami won't be there. So,
1: right, that's <laughs> shout out to Konami for giving us an extra bullet point to talk about, like a few hours yeah. before the,
0: uh, <laughs> the show. The, you got your Konami reveal. Yeah. They're, they're re- they announced that they're not announcing anything. So,
1: <laughs> they should just get the folks from. They, they got to get the folks from the 2010 Konami E3 press conference, God. like Tak Fuji and stuff, yeah. and just just. Have them improv.
0: I would watch that. God, the timing on that was perfect. Like, <laughs> I almost wonder if he did that on purpose. Do you think? Like, he they waited until a... I was done to make that announcement just to nail it They home? gave us
1: a full time to fucking get away. <laughs> I did see,
2: like, Python uh, Selkin quote retweet it, like, hmm, they did this on April 30th. Interesting. And it's like, no, Python, yeah. no, that's not what... The... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they do have that uh Getsu Fumiden game coming out. Looks, looks that looks looks cool. Yeah. Apparently that was some uh Famicom game that just they're doing like a sequel to.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna get that. It's it's got like an old like there are old school Konami vibes to this. Yeah. Uh they're they're faint, but they're there, and I'm curious how it'll play. It seems pretty Yeah, the art
2: style's wild. It looks really cool.
0: Man. Okay, we got one more question here. Also from Bam. yeah. About
2: you being forced to reveal it early.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I almost quit, to be honest.
2: Yeah.
0: When I realized that, Ar- when Ars Technica wrote that article, I saw that and went, shit, I need to end oh. this right now. Because yeah, he
1: was calling me while I was driving, yeah. and he was like... Oh, I was
0: furious, because I knew how he got the information. Uh, Because he basically had to, you know, under- go to someone under false pretenses in order to get it. What he was told was supposed to be off the record, and then he published it anyway, which is the, you know, the biggest sin you can commit as a journalist. The worst. Yeah. And so I was just freaking out because at that point, it wasn't an article about Tom Olson. It was also an article about me. Yeah. And that, you know, that was a little much to handle. And I had to I had to cool off for for a day before I could think straight about it. And thank you both for, for sticking with me through that. I know I kind of got crazy there for a minute. It was a crazy situation.
1: Oh, justifiably so. I mean, I would have caught a case personally, but. <laughs> I drank a lot that night. Uh, I mean, uh, but also credit where credit due is back to the fans. Like, I know, uh, you know, I, I'm definitely gonna, not going to say that I <laughs> I was definitely there. But I will say that, you know, seeing you see the fans reactions and and telling you to do the most like minute but hilarious shit like you know take the straw out of the <laughs> the penis straw the penis covering straw from the can i almost didn't and- do it i was going to
0: take a nap like right when he tweeted that and i was like that's really funny should i should i stay up another 10 minutes and and do that real quick And like can i can i just brush that out yeah, I'm going to do it. Like, Yeah. <laughs> so like it was perfect. I just went. And it was like I just like really sloppily brushed out the straw and was like, there
1: you go. I don't know why you want this. But that was funny that. And when you first tweeted about like Ames dropping down and everybody was like, oh, that must be Ames. He must be Ames. <laughs> that was fun.
0: I love that everybody like, did that shit
1: like that. I could see that really like, you know, turning your sales back loose. It and, did. And getting you back going. So you we have to give a big shout out, of course, to the fans. Whether you guys were Kojima Frequency fans in the know or people in the know or, you know, you just found this random account. You yeah. guys kept Tom Olson going.
2: Yeah, a lot of new people came in for sure.
0: Yeah, I really did almost quit there for a minute. But enough people were enjoying it and saying positive things and understanding what it was about that I, you know, I was like, all right, I, I could I, I stuck with it and, and finished it out. And I will say just kind of as a closing remark that. There have been a number of comments in response to that last video where people have said, you know, I got caught up in the rumor mill. I thought these things were real. I thought Tom was a was a a marketing ploy. And, you know, now I'm going to think about this more. And that just having a few people say that is the most meaningful thing to me, because it's it's an issue that matters to me a lot when people. You know, the spread of false news is uh, I know fake news has been a talking point and a, 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 you know, a culture war hot button for a while now. I am concerned with it for unrelated reasons, going back to that personal matter I mentioned before. So when when people kind of demonstrate that self-awareness and they start becoming more introspective and they start looking at things a little more critically, that means a lot to me. So, you know, thank you for saying that. Thank you for, for just kind of taking a minute to stop and think and, you know, try to apply that other, you know, in other places in your life. And like, I know this is a stupid video game thing and I shouldn't get all sentimental and serious about it. Like, it's not going to change the world. It's just some dumb fan account. But that little thing can have a big impact. So thanks.
2: Yeah, there's definitely uh, lessons to be learned from all this. And, you know, like you said, there's there's a couple of people that, it you know, definitely open their eyes up a little bit more. So yeah. It's a win.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And even though this is going to be late, y'all, happy Big Shell Day. I hope you guys had a great time.
0: Happy Big Shell
1: Day. Happy Big Shell Day. We love you.